Oh, jeez. The big two eight. The last episode of the year. Wow. The moment has come. Moment of silence, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I lived there grabbing my shoes and frantically stopped in the middle of my closet. Nice. Dedication, people. Dedication. Um, okay. We've done it. We're here. 28. 2018 is rapidly coming to an end. Yeah, New Year's uh, Eve tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, we want to. Yep, it's the 30th today, so we want to invite everyone to make it a priority to listen to the top 10 best podcasts. The episode slash honorable mentions slash hidden gems. If if you start the pod, we'll we'll give you a nice. You know, you'll be able to see the runtime when you start it. Make sure that you're that. Sorry. Oh gosh, I'm getting my dog ready to walk. Um, make sure that you start the video or the pod and right as number one is announced, it rings in your new year. Yep. Agreed. Do it. Do it to be VIP member, join our Patreon, which we don't have and probably will never have, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe next year. Um, So yeah, we we're here for the top 10 and some honorable mentions slash hidden gems. Uh, 2018 was a good year of movies. But we mentioned this on the Aquaman podcast. It wasn't better than last year. But no, last year was exceptionally great. It was. But there are still some good movies that we liked. <laughs> and we recommend uh, that people see and go and watch. This year had some huge movie moments. I mean, you had Black Panther. You had... Not huge. I only really had a couple. I mean, now that you're thinking about it. like That's some good. Black Panther was a huge cultural phenomenon, which was yeah. great. Um, rightfully so. I think it's a very well-made movie. I think it's a good movie. Um, and then Infinity War. Oh, I, I, you know, I was thinking about this, and I heard this the other day. Which fan base do you think is stronger now? Do you think the fan base for Star Wars or Marvel is? Uh, probably Marvel. I feel like those movies have pleased more of an audience. Yeah, and I, I feel like a lot. I mean, Star Wars fans hate Star Wars, but they're still go watch. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Marvel. Good question. What do you What do you yeah. feel? I think Star Wars fans are stronger, and I think they're because you know you see. I, th- I think Star Wars, but not by much. Because if you look at Solo, um, gosh, I was looking at that it. That came out this year. Think about yeah, that. that came out this year. There were many movies that outgrow Solo. Solo only made like I think maybe like between 300 and 500 million. I'd have to go double check, but it did not. Did not do well. Mm-mm. No, yeah, and I think I think Marvel's starting to show that they've they've got good people. They've got people that enjoy their movies. They've got a good formula down. Um, but I think Star Wars fans are stronger. Just Marvel appeals to more people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot take. Exactly. Not to not to mention, I mean, Marvel has like garnered an audience in the last like 10 years that's crazy True. a lot of star wars has been around for years and a lot of people kind of like drift off or just don't want to see the new content you know yeah yeah that's true so so sweet that's what i would say love that Lo- love those opinions okay well uh should we get to the to the sweet nitty-gritty as we always say and get i would get pumping out these, these, that. these gems uh so just like the last podcast we're gonna go 10 through 6 um, and then five through two, and then number one, and we'll alternate. A uh, few things I did not see 
a handful of good movies that I wanted to, just so people know if they're wondering why wasn't that on their top 10 when it probably would have. So I didn't see mid nineties. I did not see blind spotting, didn't see eighth grade. And um, shoot, there's another one that I was thinking of that I didn't see. Gosh, can't remember. But those are a few movies I didn't see that I heard were really good. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's another one I didn't see. So I'm yeah, gonna gonna I'm hopefully bummed. get to those. I'm not bummed that I missed uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not bummed that I missed mid '90s because, like, while I hear that they were good, like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm not not heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. But there, you know, some good movies to get to. Shout out to Austin. Blind spotting. I still do want to catch because yeah. I have heard many a good thing about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to Austin Smith. He sent me a text uh, a couple of weeks ago of just 10 movies that I should see that came out this year. Um, so we might have to throw that on the pod on an episode next year to kind of let you guys know of some of these hidden gems. So, yeah. Um, should... Let's start with the hidden gems. Yeah. Let's start with the hidden gems first. Because I think, oh my gosh, my dog is just. You got it. You want to start us off? Yes, I will start us off. Actually, you know what? You go for it because my freaking apartment complex is crazy. They they have like um all this DNA on my dog. So like if he oh, gosh, if he poop if she poops anywhere and like they get it, they have like her DNA so they can match it to her and like charge us a fine for it. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, so that's that's just, you know, that's my life right now. I'm just walking there right now outside the apartment complex in Rogers, Arkansas. Wow. So go ahead and start off with that, with, with your hidden gems. Okay, well, my hidden gems, kind of slash honorable mentions for me, is uh, I feel like Upgrade was the most hidden gem of the year. Yeah. Uh, it was didn't get a lot of uh, marketing for this, not a lot of trailers, kind of underground. This is the venom we all deserved and got. Yes. And it was a fun twist. It was a short film. It was like an hour and a half long. Uh, good action, good acting. I mean, it was a short cast. It was a small cast. Not a lot of people were in it. But uh, loved Upgrade. So that's my uh, first kind of honorable mention, hidden hidden gem. Um, keep going with your other ones. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, take, take your time. <laughs> I've got just like all of these things. <laughs> um, next one for me is Annihilation. Uh, I remember we saw this opening night. And this is quite the sci-fi movie. Not a lot of sci-fi this year. Yeah, yeah not not great ones. Well, and it's interesting that you mentioned um, the Venom thing with Upgrade because while Upgrade was a superior, better like far superior, better film, Venom is the fifth highest grossing movie of the whole year. What worldwide made eight, made almost nine hundred million dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I had no idea. You know, it just marketing name, like branding and everything. It makes such a huge difference. Yeah. So I would, I would agree. Actually, um, upgrade is my number one recommendation of the year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I almost put Annihilation, but also I feel like Annihilation got a good, um, got like a good. It's gotten a lot of buzz since. Yeah, and it was it was written by. Uh, it's a book. It was a book before the movie. Yeah. Um, Alex Garland directed it, and I believe adapted the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, um, or he directed, uh, what's it called? Ex Machina. Uh, Ex Machina, yep. which is a fantastic movie. So, yeah, he, he made a great movie that I mm-hmm. think was still highly overlooked. 
for what it was. I agree. Uh, I mean, you, you had a diverse cast. You had a cast of all women, like what everyone's been asking for, and yet it, it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. So it's you know marketing is a huge thing and it's it's sad because this is a movie that definitely deserved more credit than what it got yep i agree uh but i liked it i thought it was good we that was a fun uh fun movie theater experience pack we went saw it at geneva o- opening night with, yeah we did with movie pass that was that one of my like first movie pass movies oh i i love that you know um going with upgrade uh, what's it called? Annihilation. Just a f- really fun time. I wish Annihilation was in my top ten, but I feel like there were ten movies that were better. Yeah, that I do have in it. Um. So what's what's one of yours? Another one, one of mine is American Animals, which I'm sure you are going to get into. That may or may not be in my top ten. Wow. Yeah. That's. I'm actually not surprised because I know you loved American Animals. I did. I liked it, but that was a that was a hidden gem that a lot of people didn't know about. Yeah, well, and it was it was released by like a, a movie pass venture thing, so their studios, which they also did Gotti, which is another horrible <laughs> movie that I didn't watch this year. So, yeah, little hit and miss. That was a uh, that's a, a lot of like number one worst movies of the year. I've been seeing a lot of YouTube videos. Gotti was number one, apparently. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We yeah, missed but, um, we American missed Animals. American Animals was fantastic. I had a blast watching it. Um, the editing, gosh, it's a bummer it won't get nominated for like best editing or something just because it was so underlooked, but the editing in it, of it was so cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, another honorable mention for me is A Star is Born. Okay. I know a lot of people have this, I'm sure, in their top 10. Uh, they loved it, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it just didn't make my top 10. Uh, I thought the performances were excellent by uh, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. And who's uh, the other one? Gosh, dang it. It was his older brother. Oh, uh, Sam. Uh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Am I stumping you? Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, like, I know exactly. People are saying he should be uh, up for a supporting actor. I disagree. I think it should be William Defoe, as I already mentioned, in Aquaman. <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as Volko or whatever his name is, Valco. Yeah, exactly. I can't help but agree with you as well there. Uh, but I started born to make my top ten because um, it's like a third adaptation. I mean, they've, they've, done, they've already had two other ones that I have not seen, so I don't know how much different they are. Um, but I thought Bradley Cooper did a wonderful job. And, uh, yeah, it was a good movie, and that soundtrack is great. So that's one of my I love the soundtrack. the soundtrack. I agree. Gosh, um, Shallows just makes me break down whenever I hear it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Sam yeah. Elliott. Sam Elliott. Duh, yeah, that's, that's it. Thank you. Sam Elliott. Um, he was fantastic in the movie. And Stars Born, one of those underrated kind of honorable mentions for you. I actually do have it in my, in my top ten. So you will see that one. I... I think it's a very high contender for best picture of the year. Yeah. It kind of hits all those points. I agree. Like Oscar best picture. So it'll definitely get nominated. Um, I think even um, Bradley Cooper gets nominated for best director and best actor and might even win best director. I think Jeez. it's a very directed movie. Yeah, true. Um, another one of my underrated and um, also honorable mention is Eighth Grade. Okay. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard high... High, uh, high talk for that one. Heard a lot of good it, was, it was very heartwarming. I mean, the Elsie Fisher, who plays the main girl, was, yeah, she was great. 
the obviously, I mean, she's she's not in eighth grade, but she has a kind of just a look like your run of the mill average eighth grader, and she plays the part so well. And so it, her dad is so sweet. Like the whole movie just works. Does it kind of have a lady ladybird vibe? No, uh, I mean the fact that it's like takes place in like adolescence. Uh-huh. It is. It's not so much of like a coming of age movie either. I don't know if I'd put it in that sense. Gotcha. It's just like you know, it's, you're in eighth grade and you watch this thing. It's like, oh my gosh, is that what it's like now? Like, <laughs> yeah. I would be even less likely to survive if I was in eighth grade nowadays. Oh man! Shout out! Shout out! American Ford Junior High. You know, shout out ninth grade cooking. If nobody knows, I think we may have mentioned that. That's when Kamiko and I first met was in ninth grade cooking class. And yeah. it was it was a blast. And we're, you know, we're friends, but we, you know, friendship has continued to grow and here we are with the podcast. So True. shout out eighth well, grade, ninth grade. Making waves. You know. <laughs> little little puddle waves, like little little flash waves, but waves nonetheless. Yeah. Uh I think my last honorable mention for me uh would be Creed Two. Now, mm-hmm. I had this in my top 10 for a while, and then I started, you know, kind of looking at it. I love Creed 2, but I like the first one more, and there's other movies ahead of it that I like more. Um, so, yeah, that's in my honorable mention. Oh, another one I'll throw in there is Sicario 2. That didn't make my top 10, but I thought Sicario 2 was good. Okay. Not, um, these two sequels weren't better than their, you know, original no, movies, oh in my gosh. opinion. Sicario is great. Sicario is absolutely amazing. Um, I have not seen Creed still, which... I know I need to get to it. I know I need to see Creed. I've yeah. heard so many good things about it. Michael B. Jordan knocks it out of the park. So do you have any yeah. other underrated honorable mentions? Yeah. Um, for me, Overlord is definitely one. Okay. I loved Overlord. I think it's such a fun, different idea. I mean, like, it takes the Nazi zombie element, brings it to the big screen, knocks it out of the park. I don't think you could do any other movie involving it and do better than this one. So, you know. So that's the bar super high for potential movies that would try and experiment with the idea. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a fun watch. It's pretty low budget, you know, but it does great for with what it has. So I really loved Overlord. Um, and another one is Game Night. Okay. Gosh, Game Night was so much fun. It was. Such a great time. And I think that one was definitely overlooked. Same with, I think Overlord was also overlooked but like not you can't really overlook it didn't have like a lot of um a lot of buzz for it so mm-hmm. super overlooked you know underrated loved both of them i think game night is such a fun movie to watch and go back and rewatch. so many laughs yeah like the laughs weren't just in the trailer it was consistently funny the whole time agreed so those are those are are you know overlooked underrated check them out um and I, I think that's it. Any other any other ones you want to point out? I I have none other. I'm I'm ready to get in the top ten. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with my top ten. Okay. Yeah. You start us off. Number six. So to start us off, um, upgrade, number ten. Love that. The upgrade was fantastic, and you got your uh, what's it called? Your great value, Tom Hardy in that movie. Mm-hmm. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Small, small cast. The police. The police officer didn't love her in it. That's one thing I would have taken out. But yeah. me and Ben saw it with some friends. We loved it. So that's a big one. Um, number nine is Searching, which I also had put in underrated um, slash overlooked, but I wanted to wait and talk about it until I got to it in my list. Perfect, yeah. Because I think Searching is 
great. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like Crazy Rich Asians was like a fun Asian cast, but this one, like far better. You yeah. Know? Even though it's Crazy Rich Asians is a good movie. Oh, that's another, yeah, that's another movie I highly recommend. That was a great rom com. Another honorable yeah. mention. So I right. agree. Searching was great twist and turns, great mm-hmm. premise. The ending is a little like un- unbelievable. Yeah. But it's a, for what the rest of the movie is. Definitely. Um, for number eight, I've got Sicario 2. Oh, wow. Soldado. Yeah, I thought that was still extremely well made, very powerful film. That um, also, again, kind of like same thing from Searching and maybe even Upgrade is the ending suffers a little bit. But no, I, I think uh, Sicario 2 is great. Good addition to the to the thing. Apparently, the ending was not written by Taylor Sheridan, our boy, our king, Taylor Sheridan. I could so, kind of see that. Yeah, now they that, put it in so they could you know, get another sequel going. Now that you mentioned that, I can honestly kind of see that because that ending was a little, little what, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. So, um, but yeah, so that's that's my number eight. Number seven is Hereditary. Ooh, and a great movie or a great year for horror. My gosh, and I love I love how horror is going in the direction of trying to make well made films, trying to be good. I mean, Halloween this year I didn't love, kind of let down by it, but still not a bad movie. You had the new Suspiria movie. You had, gosh, so many other ones, so many other ones that I think were well-made. Um, Man, can I just say that I'm, I'm a little bummed you're in Arkansas because I was starting to kind of get into the groove of going to horror movies with you, man. So now, now I'm going to have to take Steve-O. <laughs> just bring him. I think you should. Drag him out. Yeah. Get him out. Please. Let's do it. But no, you know, it, Let me know. I'll fly out for him. I'll just fly out every weekend so we can go see horror movies. I told, you at this, I told you this at your wedding. Every time I listen to Ghost Town by Kanye – Always reminds me of Hereditary because I listened to that song to the movie <laughs> and afterwards, man. That movie, honestly, you need to take like two showers after watching it. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That that one. I so backstory. I saw it first at Sundance in January, and I remember telling everyone like, "This is going to be the craziest horror movie of the year," and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. Best horror movie of the year, by far, by far. Quiet Place is still good, but like fine quiet place is fine yeah. nowhere in, it's just like right there in the middle of mm-hmm. my list so not gonna talk about it and <laughs> number six for me is black klansman Ooh, i loved black klansman suffers from the same thing of the previous ones though is the ending definitely ham fists a message that i'm like and it didn't do it too much like it wasn't like excessively forcing like the whole race war thing yeah, but bringing it up, I was just kind of like, I mean, the movie was so great up until now, and it doesn't affect my grade, but it's like, it, it didn't really need to be there. But I get why it was. Um, Spike Lee made a great movie. He's had some stinkers over the last little bit, but I think it was absolutely great. Agreed. I, I agree. Great, great, uh, great. Ten through six. I have a few that you've already mentioned that are also on my ten through six. So starting off, that you talked about earlier is Game Night is at number 10. Oh, wow. And, and the, the reason I have it on there, man, it was that was my number one surprise movie of the year. When I saw commercials for it, when I saw the poster, I was like, this looks dumb. And even, yeah. even when I saw the trailers, I was like, that looks kind of funny, but it looks dumb. Uh, we went to the movie, and I thought it was hilarious. It didn't rely on crude humor. It didn't rely on a lot of, um, you know, 
jokes that are obviously super sexual or anything like that. And that the story was good too. It was pretty like it it grabbed me. It had a fun twist. Yeah. It did. And I love how um the dude um how Winston the dude that plays Winston from New Girl. Yes. His girlfriend like thinks that she had a one night stand with Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the running joke of the movie. So the jokes are super funny. Like I can watch this. I I feel comfortable watching this movie with just about anybody. Seriously. So not a lot of lot not a lot of language in it either. That was bad. So ten is game night. Number nine, you just mentioned this was Black Klansman. Mm. Um, I thought this was. It's kind of a tough movie to watch. You know what I mean. However, it's an important movie to watch, and I think it's crazy that it was a true story. Spike Lee does hit it out of the park. And the performances uh, by John, is it John Washington and Adam mm-hmm. Driver? Yeah. Uh, do they have amazing chemistry? They do. I would not be surprised if Adam Driver wins the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, he did. He did fantastic. Both of them on screen were wonderful. And it was actually a really funny movie, too. Like, a yes. lot of, it had a lot of just, like, funny little quick lines. And so, good movie. I liked Black Klansman. And that's at number nine. Number eight is Searching. Oh, awesome. So I like this movie just because it was so different. I mean, all mm-hmm. the whole movie was like through an iPhone, webcams. And um, I can see how that could turn off some people. But I liked it. And I liked how new it was. And it had like a fun twist. And it was, it was interesting to know what was going to happen next and him finding his daughter. So I agree. I, I loved it. So number Absolutely. Yeah, oh, loved it. So number seven is American Animals. This this movie just, I did not expect kind of the documentary vibe and actually having the real people that experienced this heist to be in the movie. And I loved that just to see um, their reactions and what they thought about the situation. And it's crazy that this is a true story, that they actually tried to steal a book from a library on a college campus. Mm-hmm. So very interesting movie, pretty original, and I loved American Animals. And number six for me is Molly's Game. This was our first movie of the year, January. Gosh, it's almost been a year wow. when we watched this movie. This, this, this movie came out in 2017. However, it came out... A lot of theaters in 2018, so that's why it's on my list, and we saw it this year. But the true story of Molly Bloom is absolutely ridiculous of the poker and the high end. So I love this movie. I thought the acting and performances were awesome. So that's number six, Molly's true. Game. Love that. Uh, Player X, the real, the real Peter Parker. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. My Peter Parker. Yeah. Actually, now uh, Jake Johnson and well. Malik Moore is Miles Morales, but those are also my Spider-Man as well. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I agree. Go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What are you waiting for? Go see it. It's so good. Gosh. Yeah. Plug. That's a plug. Super quick plug. Um, so I'm going to go five through two right now. Sure are. Star is born. What a, what an emotional movie. What a great, great movie. Lady Gaga also hits it out of the park. She'll get a Best Actress nomination. I hope I don't. I don't think she should win. I don't know if she definitely. I don't know if she deserves to win because it's very much tailor made to fit her. Mm-hmm. But if she did, like, I wouldn't be super mad. I just think that personally, I think Tony Collette from Hereditary should be nominated. 
and should get the the award. She did. She did a good so, job. She did a great uh, job in Hereditary. We'll talk more about Oscars in the next in the upcoming year because uh, I love Oscar season. Oh, absolutely. We won't talk about the Golden Globes. They're trash. Don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get a little Oscar episode beforehand. Get our give our predictions. Oh, yeah. The the sweet skirts or something like that. I don't know. What we'll call it, but <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll think of something. <laughs> something better than that. Um. So yeah, that's number five. Which, oh my gosh. That's number five. Number four, we've got Won't You Be My Neighbor. Stop. Holy man. You and me went and saw this. I I cried like four or five times, like a good, like solid tears crying. And I bawled at least one or two times. It's but, like, it's just a, you feel better. You want to be a better person when you watch this movie. You 100% do. This, and it not only is it's just like such a great showcase of how pure and the the amazing motivations of this of Fred Rogers. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to watch Mister Rogers' Neighborhood to watch this because it just shows and unravels how pure he was and his motivations of trying to help children overcome the difficulties of life through this kid show on public access television like he they're one of the best scenes or the best scenes is you can go on youtube and google it is when he convinced a senator to give funding to pbs and it's just like 10 minutes of him talking and the senator's like well mr rogers you just got you just got your 400 you know you're like four hundred thousand dollar grant or something like that oh yeah yeah i remember that in the when i showed that in the movie pretty powerful it's great oh my gosh it it'll 100% 100% win best documentary of the year. Definitely. 100%. 100%. Um, number three. Now, my number three and two, I wrestled with a lot because they're both fantastic movies, and I was not sure. But number three for me is Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Mission Impossible Fallout is the best action movie, I would say, since Mad Max Fury Road, which a lot of people have said. But, gosh, it is edge of your seat the practical effects in this are crazy oh tom tom cruise is crazy just because of the fact that he's still a scientologist but the fact that he performed these stunts broke his ankle in a in a scene to film this movie is absolutely mind-blowing and it, it shows the movie is so good mission impossible is a series of like six movies already and each one gets better and better. It's crazy. So good. Loved it. Loved the Mission Impossible ser- really uh, series. It's, it's so great. It's only, um, getting, it's only getting better. Jeez. It is, which is crazy. These last... I mean, what? Like, um, Ghost po- Protocol is great. What was the one after that? Rogue, um, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation's so cool. Yep. This one's cool. They're all cool, and they all get better and better. It's... It, yeah, this movie, it's so great. It won't get nominated for anything because it's too big. Too yeah. big of a movie, but it should. It'll win something in practical effects or sound design, something like that. Deserve Hopefully. It. Yeah. Um, and then my number two is well-deserved and coming late at just a buzzer beater is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Gosh, yes. I mean, I'll just say it. That's my number two as well. This movie is... 
it's so it's it's the spider-man movie that we've always wanted but you can't there's some things in spider-man that you can't do in real you know in live action but how they made it animated and brought in different characters and just like how it all worked even without much of an intro was so good i know and the parallels yes. to each universe each character it's fantastic this this was my next surprise movie behind game night and i'm a spider-man fan like i love the lore i've watched majority of the cartoons uh, I've played, you know, majority of the video games. Like, I love Peter Parker. I love the villains. And I love his story. You can relate to him a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Miles Morales, his introduction into him becoming Spider-Man and ha- having the big screen was was phenomenal. And the album, the soundtrack was great. The story was great. I mean, this is a great, this is just, just a good movie. I don't care if it's animated or not, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's just so good. Like I've been recommending this movie to everyone that I talk to. Same. So that is my number two as well. That's why I'm adding my spill in there as well. Just get out of the way. <laughs> I you know it's also I I told it I've told that to my parents. I've told it to my mom so many times that it's so good. And now she's gonna go see it tomorrow with her and my dad and their friends. Oh, perfect! It's a so fun I'm... movie. Like adults could watch it and have fun. So could kids. Yeah. No, I th- I think it's it's so good. So, so yep, so. those are my those are my my five through two. Love, what are yours? Love that number five for me is Mission Impossible Fallout, and this movie was like you already mentioned, so fun. Practical effects were great. I love Tom Cruise. I know he's a weird dude, maybe off the screen, maybe, maybe comes off you know a little brash, but I think he's just phenomenal actor, and I love I love what he pumps out. I think it's Mission Impossible series are great, and they're super fun to watch. So. The action was uh, – can't get over it. So Mission Possible, number five for me. Number four as well for you is Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, I mean, when, so I, when I walked out of this movie theater, I wanted to be a better person. The documentary was so sweet. And you and I being like the only young people in the theater also made the theater atmosphere a lot, you know, a lot That's more right. sweet. There was like, oh my gosh, there were so many. There was just like older people. Yeah. It was all filled with between 65 and 80. Seriously. Like, yeah, 65 and 80. <laughs> it was pretty endearing, pretty heartwarming. So oh. that is my number four. And my number three was also a little bit of a late buzzer beater Green Book. Oh. I, you did see it. That's right. I loved this movie. It was it's based on a true story. Mahershala Ali and also Viggo Mortensen have mm-hmm. great chemistry on the screen. Um, it's about Tony Lip. Uh, Viggo Mortensen plays kind of like a bouncer, and Mahershala Ali is kind of like the pianist player, and he's going to go down to the southern states, and so he needs Viggo Mortensen to drive him and make sure like he's safe because there's also a lot of racial segregation at the time in like the 1960s. And so it's just a sweet story about friendship and um, it's pretty, pretty sweet. And it's funny too. It's a funny movie. And he's Mahershala Ali. Dr. Shirley is his name is very well-spoken and uh, Tony lip, you know, obviously just Italian doesn't know how to like write letters. He's trying to write letters to his wife and uh, Dr. Shirley helps him out with that. And it's also interesting, Green Book is also a book that was uh, apparently written by a black um, mailman, uh, post office worker of areas that were safe to stay at or beaches or bathrooms to go at if you were black down in the south 
at the time. So it was like an important book for these people to have that could, you know, obviously um, get them out of any sticky situations. So uh, they would, they would ref, they would refer back to this green book on this journey together. And it was just a sweet movie. So I recommend watching it. And that's my number three. Wow. So, kind of went on a long spill about that, but I feel like a lot of people haven't seen this movie. I, me and Becky almost went and saw it during Thanksgiving, but I, we were just like, mm, I don't know if I want to go see it. And I'm really bummed that I did. But we didn't see it because I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's just getting tons of oxer buzz. Yeah. Just, the, I, I like, I love friends and friendship. And it just, it just portrays that really well throughout this movie. Um, even though they're like, you know, different color, you know, different color of skin. But they, mm. and it's a true story. And they, they were friends, you know all throughout their life. So loved it. Green book. Number two, Spider-Verse already mentioned that already talked about that. And Mm -hmm. I think you and I have the same number one. I think we did. We did. And this, you know, I will, I will say this. I will disclaimer. I do think that there are other movies that were better than our number one. For example, for me, the one that I think is going to head a lot of Oscar, Oscar buzz will be yours. Green book. Um, Stars born black Klansman. Um, there are a few others that are being talked about a lot that I can't remember off the top of my head, but those are the biggest ones. This one, though, with what, with just the task that it had to basically like carry and carry out and the way it did it and how it just garnered an even bigger fan base than it had, just it, it go, it's, it's number one. Oh, for so many reasons. It's amazing. So, yeah, for people that don't know, it's Avengers Affinity War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I so you, say just so you know uh i what, what 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 i love about movies is i have expectations of movies and sometimes i have low expectations of movies like game night uh spider-verse i had low expectations and they were they fulfilled my you know it, wow like i didn't expect that avengers i had high hopes high expectations fulfilled mm-hmm. them you know what i mean hit them yes. and that's mm-hmm. why it's number one is i'm i think kind of people know what kind of movies I like. I like to be entertained, action-packed, First. good story, funny moments. Um, and Avengers hit all of those cylinders. Everything. I could not agree more. So It's so, yeah, it's fantastic. And hopefully Avengers Endgame is good and it comes to a good end because I feel like kind of similar with Star Wars, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi doesn't make... Force Awakens look as good as a solo movie. Does that make sense? Yes. And hopefully Endgame is good if not better than Infinity War and it will still like make Infinity War look good and like be compatible with the storyline. I I agree and I I think because they filmed them both side to side there's so much care. Paul Feige knows exactly what he's doing with this with this um with this franchise and they're all hits. And I have no doubt that this will also be a hit. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So I'm excited. And I think we had a great top 10 Keeks. I like your top 10 top 10. I respect it. We did dude. I, I want to know what, what is your highest? What's your, give me, give me a couple of your most anticipated movies of this upcoming year. Oh, great question. Um, of course, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. and uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. I mean, duh. Um, geez, I can't think of... I kinda, I'm looking forward to Glass. Um, yeah. And oddly enough, I, I kind of want to see It Chapter 2. 
I yeah, I'm I'm excited for it chapter two. Because so. I mean the first one's so fun. The the only reason why I'm not as much is because the kid actors aren't gonna play nearly as big of a part in this one. Mm-hmm. Which is a bummer. Because I think they make they have such great chemistry in it chapter um in it chapter one. That's gonna be a little bit of a bummer, but still excited. Yeah, yeah. But for sure my my big two are Avengers and Star Wars. What about you, Keeks? What what's one you're what's a couple you're looking forward to? To go off yours because obviously Episode nine and freaking Endgame, which are going to be great, is I'm super excited for the um, movie that's from. So the dude, Ari Aster, the dude that directed Hereditary, which I think was one of the best, just one of the best movie, horror movies I've ever seen. A twenty four is directing, is producing their most expensive movie. It's going to be a horror movie taking place in. During like a a pagan ritual in Sweden, oh jeez, directing it, and I am extremely excited. It's it's being filmed right now. I think it just got done wrapped. I think it just got wrapped up filming. Wow, and it is going to be. I think it's going to be crazy. Ari Aster knows how to direct. He knows how to set up um, sequences, and I think it's going to be. It, it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Gosh, dang. Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Tell me another one that there, there's just a lot of big movies coming out next year. I don't know much about like smaller ones, but another one that you could say, I mean, uh, the Lion King movie is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because you've got Donald Glover and Beyonce. the The singing's gonna be really good. Uh, Seth Rogen gonna be Pumbaa, which is perfect. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I think it's got a really good cast. And I do think it can live up to the hype of how crazy huge the first one is. Not the first, the original, probably up to this date, the best one, you know, all of that. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see that one. But definitely the, the Ari Aster film, I'm super excited for. Jeez, I had no clue about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, with each, with each year, and you know this, like, you go in, you don't expect much, you know, like the biggest movies are going to come out. But you don't know about the upgrades. You don't know about the searchings that are going to come out. Yep. So being able to catch those and see, wow, like how amazing those are and how cool it is to be able to be a part of just like lesser known movies that you didn't think would get much much of a view and they end up being better than you thought. It's the best part about movies. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Just those little hidden, those hidden gems that creep up on you like Green Book, you know. And I totally spaced this. Uh, John Wick 3 is definitely one of my <laughs> most anticipated. The Baba Yaga is going to be at our doorstep tonight because we tr- forgot to mention it. <laughs> the trilogy of John Wick. Incredible. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be an exciting year for 2019. Ho- hopefully it's a little bit better than this year movie-wise. However, you know, there were some good movies this year. But I, th- I, think, I think the bar will be raised. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a powerhouse of movies this year. This the box office. We've got Toy Story four this year as well. Oh, geez. So these movies are going to make a billion dollars. This this, gosh, this year is going to be madness. Gosh, for movies, absolute madness. Really will. But uh, this was episode twenty eight. Keeks, always an honor. Love doing this pod with you. I one hundred percent agree. Uh, whether we have five people listening or one day we get thousands of people listening each day who knows 
it started off as just a way to, to, to keep us in touch with ourselves and our friends and everyone else who's come along with the journey. We're, we're super grateful. We're going to keep doing it because we love doing it. Love going to the movies, love talking about them, giving suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let us know maybe some of your top tens. Send us, send us a DM on Twitter. Uh, get some top tens rolling. Yeah. Would love that. Let us know which ones we maybe missed out on. I know Roma is on Netflix. Uh-huh. There's no excuse for not having seen Roma yet, but I'm going to check that one out. Definitely. Uh, well, Keeks, always a pleasure. Uh, stay warm in Arkansas. I don't even know how cold it is. It's snowing here. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep in touch. We're going to get an Oscar Oscar episode pretty soon. And just we're going to keep pumping out the episodes here and there. Even though we're far away from each other, we still got it. Love it. Bigger and better things to come this year. Crazier moments. And, well, I'll be out there. I'll be out there. So we'll even grab some movies together. Oh, of course. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> Love it. All right, Keeks. Take it easy. Listeners, All right, you, you as well. Have a fun, safe New Year's. All right, you too. Sweet. Sweet.